You sound like Eddie Murphy doing <laughs> doing Dusty Rhodes. Eddie, Eddie. It's like do the sound of a plumber bit. <laughs> Apples to Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to why can't the Rangers have a good power play. Can you tell me that, Mr. Thrill? Because your coaching staff is terrible. And, and that's Bi what it boils down to. Their coaching staff is terrible. And Bizzle's got nothing to input on this one, huh? Sports ball. Sports ball. boy. Yeah. Winning. This is the cup. Did the cup cover on you? Okay, can we stop this, please? <laughs> you are listening to us on SoundCloud.com at Grapples to Apples. That is Grapples, the number two. Apples, you're also listening to us on Apple Podcasts, maybe some Google Play Music. What? what? I am your lovely host. One of your lovely hosts. <laughs> I know what I said. Okay. I am one of your lovely hosts. The very sensual, the very toit, <laughs> Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself, your boy, Shades, <laughs> joined by my equally handsome co-hosts, Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Ma Major English, whatever you need me to be, baby, I'll be that for you, because that's who I is, and of course... First of all, you still haven't gotten me my poem, but you know I was just about to compliment you as also being beautiful. But now no. that you know what you're, no. you're now you're a toe. Go ahead, toe. Introduce I, yourself, toe. I'm actually a potato, and I'm of course the illustrious double Z double E Maddie Bizzle. Live and that's that in your ears. toilet paper right there. What? Illustrious, illustrious. <laughs> he got me. He got me pondering. Was <laughs> a illustrious. <laughs> He's got me befuddled. Oh, lordy lord. <laughs> <laughs> the last seven days since we spoke to you, beautiful listeners. Presumably beautiful. Everybody's beautiful Listen, inside. they could be, they could be you, ugly. Right, I don't care. There. As long as you're listening to us, you're beautiful us. And that's all that matters. Well, sure. Every one of Shade's children are beautiful. Children? Do you create everyone? Right? What do you... What kind of God complex are you rocking right now? I mean, we've been friends for God yeah, knows how yeah, long. Yeah, but they don't know this about your God but complex. They, they don't know, now they know. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot, a plethora of stuff to go over. Boy, ain't that the truth. So let's get into it right away and ring that bell. Well, first, we want to go ahead and unfortunately start the show on a bit of a down note. It was... Released today that former professional wrestler and what was it? First, first WWE Triple Crown Champion Pedro Morales has passed away today. Um, people, I mean, I don't, I don't, and everything, everything does not have to be a race thing, but for people of color, of minorities, there are always important figures who are important for a reason. And Pedro Morales, being a Latino and a Puerto Rican, is very important for the professional world, for Latinos in the professional wrestling world. So, I mean, aside from what he did professionally, what he did for us culturally, 
nothing but respect and um you know our hearts go out to everyone in their family all his friends family etc um i mean i don't there's there's not much else to say other than you know rest in peace and thank you for everything that you've done for the business of professional wrestling and for the latino community i being the historian um of of the podcast, I don't really know too much about Pedro Morales. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I know that he has the fourth longest title reign in WWE history, or mm-hmm. something like that. First Triple Crown champion, first not the first IC champion, but he's one of the bigger names uh, next to Bruno San Martino in terms of length yeah. for holding the belt. Yeah. When you think of like the classic upper echelon of old school professional wrestlers, you know, along with Bruno San Martino and the original, the original um, nature boy, Buddy Rogers, you know, Pedro's up there and you just, you can't take that away from, from anything. So he's definitely a big part of the foundation of professional wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, nothing else to say, but rest in peace to uh, Pedro Morales. See, um, on a more cheery note. Debatably cheery. Especially for this Puerto Rican. Debatably cheery. Especially for this Puerto Rican. New beginnings. In Osaka, because remember, there's three different shows this year. So New New Japan. In Osaka. Saw the crowning. Of a new IWGP heavyweight champion. Boo. with the switchblade. Boo. Effing boo. My man. The leader of the Bullet Club. I have Dios mío. Switchblade. Jay Waito. Now, you and I were discussing this, I would say, earlier. And you're like, too early. Too soon for him Way to win. Way too soon. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I, I don't soon. think that right now Bullet Club needs the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. See, now here's the thing. I get why they did it mm-hmm. for Bullet Club. Yeah. This was more for Bullet Club than it was for Jay White. Yes. But I still think it's way too soon. Yeah, this is abs- that, that's an absolute. Um, but I think, so they've been doing a series of tag matches over the past couple weeks with um, Jay White and Tanahashi and Oh yeah, the Gato. six the six man tags. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they've been building to this, and I think he's gone over almost every time, or he at he's ended the show being on top for the most part almost every time. So yeah. to say this was a blind sight, I wouldn't say that. But no, I mean storyline. It makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Story. If you're in terms of where the story was going, mm-hmm. total like makes sense. I get it. Fine. And the match was phenomenal. Um, I. I like most of the match. My issue is not with the storyline booking, mm-hmm. but with the booking in the vacuum. Because he's only Switchblade has only been Switchblade for what year, year and a half. He did the Switchblade character what last Wrestle Kingdom before that, a little before that. Yeah. So he's only been doing the Switchblade character for less than two years. So. And I just I don't think he's fully developed yet. And to put the I we're talking about a championship that Tanahashi carried a quadrillion times, a championship that Okada 
made into this like super prestigious thing with his record-breaking defenses. You're talking about a championship that Kenny Omega like scratched and clawed to earn, like within like two or three years or whatever, and it feels like you just handed it to Jay White. Essentially, yeah. And that's my issue. Is I feel like it's way too soon for Jay White the the character, Jay White the wrestler, and I feel like in my opinion this diminishes the work that Okada and Omega and Tanahashi before them have done for this belt. I feel like it's lost some of its luster now. That's my opinion. I'm feel free to disagree, no. New Japan fans or whatever. Granted, I have not been watching for that long. I'm relatively new to the product. But considering the lineage and how they built... I mean, just the, the Okada reign alone, to me, mm-hmm. that's where I jumped in, in the middle of Okada's reign. The way he defended that and the way they built up his reigns, I mean, his, his title defenses, it was a big deal. Which is why when Kenny won, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Which is why for him to drop it to somebody, it had to be Tanahashi, because Tanahashi's a big deal. And then for Tanahashi to become basically a transitional champion... He had the belt to for Jay White a month and a week maybe, at that. I just I don't I don't know I'm not a fan of, of the idea I don't like it. I only like the the Jay White win if he goes on a lengthy title run, and he has to the quality of his matches, the quality of his opponents mm-hmm. have to be Okada caliber, Tanahashi caliber. He can't go into a program. I'm sorry with Zack Saber Jr. He can't go into. ZSJ is a good wrestler, but in terms of main event. big name main Super event stars. like status, ZSJ is not big name. He's not he's not big big main event status. So Zack Saber Jr. faced Okada. Um, Sakura Genesis last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think Okada was already. At least ten defenses in by then. Yeah. Okay. So when, if if it ends up becoming where Zack Saber Jr. goes for the title again against Jay White, to to your point, it has to be somewhere down that ladder. He can't be defense number one or two. Mm-hmm. The first three or four defenses have to be big names. They have to be Tanahashi, Okada, Abushi. Um, who else? Naito. 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 He needs to be able to top those four guys first. Not necessarily in that order, but he's got to be able to retain against those guys before he can start taking on lesser names like Zack Sabre Jr. <clears throat> like... Minoru Suzuki. Like Suzuki, exactly. You can have Suzuki. Fine, they that, could, that makes sense. I mean, they could even build those guys up while they're transitioning right. into... I mean, know. they're not going to build Minoru Suzuki. He's a thousand years old. I'm, but what like I'm saying... I say, I'm, just the premises. You know, they could build someone smaller up so that way, eventually, down the line, they feel, seem like a sizable opponent to Jay White that's not... You know, that they're in the main event scene. They're not a mid-carder that's just slowly... I mean, Jay White's their, their biggest English-speaking heel right now. I mean, I think that's mainly why they did it, to be honest. And they also I think it's a two-pronged attack. It was to build Bullet Club, and with the MSG show coming up, they wanted to have a North American holding the title. Well, he's not North American. I mean, an English speaker, I'm sorry. Yeah. that's. What I was going to say, 
an, uh, an American, but it's like Jay White's not American. Yeah. He's New Zealand or something like that. Well, he's Australian. <laughs> That's same. your boy. How do you not know your nah, boy? The, this is basically the same person. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong I don't with you? I think so. Um, New Zealanders and Australians, we apologize. That's We don't... The thoughts... And ex- and uh, and expressions of, by Shays did not reflect those of Gravels and Apples. <laughs> uh, but what yeah, is wrong with you. <laughs> I, well, they, what I think is they, they need to fill that like English speaking void that Kenny Omega left. Right. And who kind of gave you that like cleaner vibe when Kenny first came here? Jay White. Yeah, and they hope that Jay White can uh, evolve and become a better champion or, or a better all-around wrestler in New Japan. I think he can do it. I mean, he evolved this last year into the the Jay White character. He wanted to take take over Chaos. Mm. Didn't do that. Has control of the Bullet Club. He beat Okada. He beat Tanahashi twice. Mm. I mean. Real quick, just to go back to my appointment from before. When Okada defeated Zack Sabre Jr. at Sakura Genesis, that was the record-breaking 11th title defense. Mm. So, we got to 11 before you start facing people like Zack Sabre Jr. So, that's what I'm... Like, I think we've got to get in that range before we start seeing guys like that. Although, I don't, I don't think Jay White should yeah, come anywhere near that record. Jay White's getting 11 title defenses, no, in my he, opinion. No, he shouldn't. But he needs to go on a lengthy title run. And that would establish not only him, but Bullet Club as a dominant force in New Japan. Right. And and speaking of dominant forces in New Japan, yeah. your boy, Kota Ibushi, has decided he's going to stay in New Japan. And he's going to be in the New Japan Cup. But from what I understand, it's going to be a non-exclusive so for the last few years, he's been working as an independent contractor, working wherever. Mm-hmm. He's been working with New Japan, but he hasn't been an official and exclusive member of New Japan Pro Wrestling roster. And I think this year, what it's going to be is a little bit more. I think he's going to be an official New Japan professional, uh, New Japan wrestler, but it's going to be a non-exclusive. I think he can find his way into other promotions. Correct. I mean, that works Possibly. for both of them, to be honest. I mean, Koda, for whatever reason, Koda, for the last few years, has not really wanted to lock down with anybody. Mm. Why would you? Yeah. Why would you? I mean, it gave him the opportunity to work the Cruiserweight Classic hmm. a few years ago, and that did a lot for his uh, for his name outside of Japan. Mm-hmm. So, makes sense. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you want to want to go into other non WWE news? Be our guest. Be our guest. Ba-ba-da. Okay, I'm sorry. So we've had a lot of roster moves and things that took place in the world of like AEW since we last went off the air. <laughs> Literally <laughs> the night that we finished <laughs> oh, recording. Uh, Fifteen minutes after we finished. I recording. was on the bus. I didn't even. I yeah, like, just I know. Sat down. I'm pretty. Yeah, pre- you guys are already like gone. I'm j- I just started editing, and then Bizzle sends me a message. Jimmy Havoc signs with AEW. I'm like, why are you do this? <laughs> why? This is the second week in a row now. They just know that we record this on Tuesday nights. This is the nights. second week in a row that on Tuesday night slash first thing Monday, like Wednesday morning, something happens. I guarantee you, 
tonight we're getting something. I don't know what. Maybe we should watch Two Five Right? We should watch Two Five Live and wait. <laughs> I, by the time this goes up tomorrow morning, it's going to be some roster move. But Jimmy Havoc has officially signed with AEW. Now, AEW also had a ticket party rally thing on Thursday where they made a bunch of announcements, including a partnership with AAA. Not the batteries. Stop it. For those of you who don't know, there are two major Mexican wrestling promotions, CMLL and AAA. CMLL has a partnership with New Japan. Mm-hmm. AAA, and this is where things get interesting, AAA has a working partnership with Impact. So when they do their yearly big show called Triple Mania, you'll often see professional wrestlers from Impact having their matches over on AAA, which is how Rosemary got her arm jacked up by... Um, Sexy Star. By Sexy Star, who has since been blacklisted. by yes. Oh, yeah. Because you don't do that. Um, so it's interesting to see what that dynamic is going to be. Is it going to be amicable? Are we going to start seeing Impact have a, a, a relationship with AEW? Who knows? Who knows? But it looks like that's that's first thing. Sammy Guevara, who is their current Cruiserweight champion, showed up at the rally, and I believe he's going to be booked in some capacity to be a double or nothing. They announced, and with appearances, they basically announced the signings of Sonny Kiss, who is the openly gay professional wrestler, uh, best friends Chucky e. T and Tramperetta, and I mentioned thing about Sonny Kiss for a reason. Uh, the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, which is flipping huge. Uh, Sima from China, along with Yuka Sakazaki. Excuse me if I'm if I'm batching her name. Sima there. is one of the um, executives, correct? Yes, but he's also he was a wrestler. He's also that yeah. well, Christopher Daniels was friends with him or something. That's how yeah. they got an right. right. Uh, so Yuka Sakazaki. Aja Kong are both from Japan. Kylie Ray recently signed. Uh, Nyla Rose mm-hmm. and Kenny Omega. Now I know, like bearing the lead, Kenny Omega, but what? I do want to get to something important here. When I mentioned Sunny Kiss and his sexuality, Nyla Rose is now the first transgender professional wrestler huh. to be signed to any quote-unquote mainstream promotion. Mm. She's been working the indie scenes, but she hasn't been locked down to any exclusive company. She is now officially the first transgender performer to lock down any exclusive contract with any mainstream pro- uh, professional wrestling promotion, which I think is awesome. So they've already, like, AEW is showing that they're, you know, WWE has Finn Balor who comes out and he's like, Balor Club is for everyone. And they have, you know, <laughs> that's, that's what he sounds like. That's, yeah, that looks pretty good. Battler Club. And then Sonya Deville, who, you know, she's openly gay right. in her own personal life, but they don't mention that at all on the product. And she has, like, rainbow stuff, like, on the trimmings of her ring gear. But this is AEW. Darren Young was openly gay also. And did we see him on TV after that? <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't good. That's the difference. And, and I'm not saying that he got penalized for it, but I'm saying WWE has not ever really promoted an openly LBGTQ performer on their roster. Mm. And this is AEW saying, yo, we're down for whoever as long as you can work. Perform, yeah. You know, so we got a, you know, a black gay guy and a, you know, a transgender woman of color. What what are you going to do? You know? And immediately she's in the match with um, 
Kylie, Kylie Ray. Ray and, and then today was announced that she'll be Britt Baker was also right. thrown into that. So at double nothing will be a triple threat between Kylie Ray, Nyla Rose, and is that Britt for the, Baker. the women's their women's title? Well, there was no women's title. On, there's no championships unveiled yet. But they, but they we know there's going to be like a heavyweight. Yeah, I mean, eventually, but I don't think they're going to be doing anything at double No nothing. titles were unveiled yet, oh. and whether in name or in... Well, they mentioned that they're, like, uh, Ky- uh, was it Kylie Ray that said she wanted to be the first women's champion? Sure, but, like, it that. wasn't, like, an official thing. No. It's like hangman said, I want to be the first, the blah, blah, blah. Right. Nothing was set in stone yet. Okay. So this is just a match, right? I mean, there's only, like, five women on the roster as of now. There's like ten people, in the, or fifteen people in the whole roster. No, actually, it's gotten pretty big. How big is it right now? I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and do numbers, but think about who they've already signed, plus the partnership. I mean, this list with alone AW. has like ten people. Exactly. Then you have the the AAA. You have you have the the Oriental Wrestling or right. whatever. All of these guys together, that's it's a decent roster right there. In my opinion, right now there there, in terms of name power, there's nothing that stands out besides Kenny Omega that's like oh yeah that's real competition against WWE but their match their matches and their product already speaks for themselves on different programs so you don't think Jericho, Jericho <laughs> or Jericho's 50 years old we're talking about you just said name you said told, you said name initially right yes you said talking about names to compete Jericho's one of the biggest old, names in professional old. wrestling period yeah but he's old but he's a name. But he he's is a big old. But he name. is old. He's not like John Cena old where he can barely John Cena's move. younger than he is. But my point is, like, he can move. We want to watch Jericho John Cena. Jericho doesn't bury talent. But he's still relevant, is what I'm saying. Jericho's a very relevant professional wrestler in yes, the industry. But he is older. Sure. But, but he I'm still talking... draws. For the nostalgia purpose. I don't, I think, don't, I don't know, know about, about that, that guy. Really. It's Jericho pumping out five star matches, four star matches. I don't think so, bro. His matches against the, his uh, Alpha Omega one. Eh. Yeah, yeah, thank was... you, Matt. Are thank you, you Matt. Thank you, Matt. Eh. It was eh. It was Jericho not... Naito one. Listen, Jericho Naito two. Those were good matches, but they're not five star matches. I didn't say they were five, but they're definitely four. Mm. Yo, you're bugging. Mm. Meltzer with your uh, with your wacky scale. You're over there. bugging. No. Yeah, no, Meltzer. Listen, I don't know about that. Jericho is. Very, he's a very big name for the company, absolutely, and he can put on a very good match. Absolutely, it doesn't have to be the best match of their card every of week. Of course, I don't think it has to be the be- their best match every. every I week. agree, it doesn't have to be. But he can go, and it'll bring prestige to their brand. That's yeah, all that's he, they sure. need him to what do. I'm right si- what, what I'm saying is, you need to sign more names. Now, you are you talking mainstream names or just wrestling names? Because Pentagon Jr. was one of the biggest names in all professional wrestling. That's a good sign. As a get. Yes, that's a good sign. The mainstream wrestling fans, WWE casuals, they have no idea who that is. No, they don't know but, anybody that's like, oh, I only know Rey Mysterio because he wears a mask. That's the only <laughs> thing that they know. But like everyone who's into professional wrestling, who's into professional wrestling outside WWE, Pentagon's one of the biggest names out there right now. I understand. That's Yeah, Pentagon. Kenny okay. Omega. Chris okay. Jericho. Okay. Cock. The Bucks. The Bucks? Cody. Cody. I'm about to say Hangman because he's not there yet. Exactly. Pac, yes, but... Mm. Pac I, is see, complicated. Here's the thing. Pac is complicated. I, th- I think they're trying to move their their main event scene um, from smaller, from those mid-card guys that they see potential in. 
and they're going to really let them shine. And that's what I I would love for them to build AEW not just around them, but Ooh. around a Pentagon Junior or a uh, I don't know how old Nyla Rose is, but mm. a Nyla Rose who's you know up and coming. I I don't want. I'm afraid that they may go the route of WCW, WCW, where they're just like, all right, we're all best friends here. Let's book each other strong, and then that's it. So here's why I I don't think that would happen. Mm-hmm. I think you I think that's a, a plausible concern. Period. Point blank. And I think it's even more so plausible when you talk about the Young Bucks. But considering Cody Rhodes and who his father is, or her father was rather, and what experience he had watching his father, I don't think Cody Rhodes could ever go down that road. Because you're talking about Dusty. Dusty, who's, who was doing promotional work and booking work, was a head booker for the Southern promotions when they were still regional, who was doing WCW's booking, TNA's booking, he was doing NXT booking, like... Anyone and everyone who's ever had, like, a top-level, old-man kind of show or booking or anything, Dusty's done it, or he's been around it. Yeah, but not Cody. Yes, but Cody was... He's his son. He watched him so do... So what? He can, I'm saying, if anyone can learn from all those companies, it would be the son or a son of a guy who is, who's doing all of that stuff. I don't know if it translates sometimes. I mean, we saw... I mean... Granted, it was a small sample size, but we saw what he did with All In. And all his friends won. But the show itself was a fantastic show. But, was but it the, not? But I didn't say it's not. It wasn't a fantastic show. What right. I'm saying is I don't want them to go into business for themselves. I understand. You said All In. Yeah, yeah. yeah Look right. at All In. They all went over. Except Marty Scroll. Yeah. Yeah. Marty's the only one who didn't go over. Yeah. Everyone else went over. Yeah. Everyone the, that's in AA, AEW now won. They, they, they walked away that night with their hands raised. Yeah. I don't Which want I don't that think there's anything wrong with that no, no, for, the, for the show I, in a vacuum. I don't want that to be every freaking show. I understand. I don't think that's the case. I think we'll, we'll see them win. I think we'll see them get some gold at different points in their careers because I like, think they should. Like if they have that their, their heavyweight championship, I don't need Kenny Omega to be their first heavyweight champion. I disagree. Mm. I disagree. I'm not saying he has to be forever their champion, but I think Kenny has to be their first. I don't think he has to be. I think for this promotion to succeed and to jump off the ground, he has to be their first champion. I think you have to put your first belt on your biggest star, and Kenny is that guy. I don't think you can put it on anybody else. I think it has to be Kenny. I think it's too soon to make a call on something like that. I just, I don't, who else are you going to put it on? Remember, he's your top champion. This guy's the face of your promotion. Whoever, whoever's going to be their, for their champion, period, but whoever's going to be their first champion is going to be the symbol of what AEW is. How do you not have that be Kenny Omega? Be the first champion. Uh, because it's so obvious. It's obvious because he's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. I understand that, but they... <laughs> it's not I like we're talking about putting it on, on like, Christopher Daniels because they're best friends. We're talking about putting it on Kenny Omega because he's on a short list of the best wrestlers on the planet today. Along with AJ, Okada... Who else you got? Seth Rollins. I don't even know if Seth crossed that list. Top five best in the world. Five, me? I don't know. 
But you talking about the, I'm talking about three right there. That's one, two, and three. One's in New Japan, one's in WWE, one's in AEW. I mean, mm. that's just I, don't, I feel like you have to. I feel like you have to. Um, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't like it. I don't want it to be all the he time. Would be in a lengthy title reign. I know he's going to be in a lengthy title reign. I don't know. I think it also depends on on like how they decide to book their stuff or and, and the TV deal. Okay. Because think of it, think of the way that we think of WWE's top championships versus how we think of New Japan's top championships, right? Mm-hmm. Okada defending it what sixteen times is the record. On WWE, sixteen times is like two months. <laughs> so no, I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit, but if like what's too much for us? Okada held it for what two years. And everyone was like, oh my god, it was an amazing two-year run. But towards the end, people were tired of seeing Okada with the belt. But what I'm saying is, how do we look at it? When is it too much? And under what scope are we looking at it? For me, as, as long as the quality of matches are good, okay. I don't care how long the reign is. I'm cool with that. What I'm saying with this is, they have a heavyweight championship. I already know first person is going to be Kenny Omega. I don't want that. I already know when they have a tag team championship, who's going to be the first tag team champions? The Bucks. Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers. I'm calling it right now. Lucha Brothers are going to be the first tag team champions of AEW. This is your Drew McIntyre? Um, that's my Drew McIntyre. Okay. There you go. First prediction for Double or Nothing. If not them, best friends. It's not going to be the Bucks. Yo, there's only three tag teams. Of course. You're going to <laughs> it's not going to be the Bucks. I, I can promise you that. It's not going to be the Bucks. We will see what happens. You have SCU also is a tag team with her. <laughs> SCU is also not going to be the first tag champion. It's going to be the Lucha Brothers or Best Friends. Guaranteed. I think it's too close to call any of these things. But. We have more news to cover. So this yeah, I mean, ends. I can harp on this all We day. can do this all day. What can happen all day is Lucha Underground getting sued. Because <laughs> then they go out of business. Right, so Lucha Underground is currently being sued. They're in the middle of two lawsuits. Yikes. The first one, they are being sued by El Hijo del Fantasma, who under Lucha Underground is performing under King Cuerno. He is being sued. I mean, I'm sorry. He is suing El Rey Network and Babaji Productions, who are the production company that's putting out Lucha Underground. Now, the whole point of this lawsuit is the issue that all of these wrestlers have been having with Lucha Underground's contract, Mm -hmm. where their non-compete clause, if I'm not mistaken, is 90 days after the last episode of the last season airs. So, even if you're only in the first episode, you have to wait until 90 days after the last episode of that season. Currently, Lucha Underground is in between seasons, mm-hmm. and they don't know if they're going to get picked up for another season. So any wrestler right now under contract with Lucha Underground can't do a thing. They can work, but they can't work anything televised. So they can't do PWG, they can't do Ring of Honor, they can't do Evolve, they can't do ProRes, they can't do ICW, they can't be WWE, they can't do New Japan. They can't do a single thing. Because they have to wait for their contract to, quote-unquote, expire, which is 90 days after the last episode of the last season, which is currently in limbo. Jesus. So Exactly. So let's say this season gets picked up tomorrow, and they start airing a month from now. 
the season will go on for six months. <laughs> and then you have to wait 90 days after those six months. Oh, God, you're not wrestling until 2020. Exactly. <laughs> so this is the issue that a lot of wrestlers under Lucha Underground's contract have been having. So. And, and supposedly their income is like super below minimum wage because of that. According to Elio del Fantasma, they're only making like 4000 a year. Which is nothing. That's like dollars. That's like nothing. In order to file taxes, you need to make like three thirty six hundred bucks, so they can just file taxes. Right. Exactly. So they're making like nothing at that all. That can't be per like what that has to be like per match. No. According no. to the lawsuit, it's per year, four thousand dollars. So that's the first lawsuit. It's hijo de, el hijo de fantasma versus El Rey Network and Bobby Productions. The second lawsuit is a class action lawsuit that includes other wrestlers such as Joey Ryan, Ivelisse, and Cobra Moon. These are all big name wrestlers who, if they were not part of these contracts, would be making money somewhere else. We all know the, the drawing power that Joey Ryan has and his gimmick that for some reason is over like Rover. <laughs> Ivelisse, who since leaving WWE has become a very good wrestler. Can't work. Cobra Moon is a big name. Can't work. So, I don't know what L. Ray's going to do or Bobby Productions. I don't know how ironclad their contracts are. I don't know what kind of defense these guys can come up with. But it's not It's not a good look. It's really, like, can you imagine being a professional wrestler and then Lujo Underground's like, hey, let's sign you. <laughs> no. <Why? laughs> Absolutely not. Why would I do that? So, I don't know, but that's... That's a thing. If <laughs> nothing mm. else, that's a thing. But... Hopefully I would not <laughs> want to be part of it. Like, first of all, I've seen like an episode of Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. I did not like it. <laughs> okay. Didn't like the um, the whole movie kind of aspect to it. The novella-esque yeah. kind of... Uh, what? Uh, Daniel, what's his name? Uh, Cueto. Yeah, Cueto. I watched the first two seasons. Oh my! Like he comes off as the boss, and yeah, he, like yeah, yeah. he he just looks like a villain. Right. Well, that's just the point. I oh man. I, was... I I like that it's different. I like that it's unique. Anything that's gonna be like, you know, they they said, you know what? Let's not be like TNA at the time. Let's not be like w- we'd be our own thing. And I thought it was cool. But like you said, I mean, I mean, I watched an episode and I was like, "Oh, that's Ricochet. It's Prince Puma." Yep. The first time I saw, it, I was like, "I, I saw Rush looking at his tattoo." I was like, "Oh!" Before Ricochet even got to WWE, I was like, "Oh, that's that's yeah. Ricochet." Yeah. Hmm. Probably doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Not a word. <laughs> he just nods the whole time. Well, he got like zero promo. He didn't do any promo. I've, I've, I remember revitalizing uh, Johnny Mundo's career. Well, that's what recently. he became. He became he their Johnny world Mundo champion for a, for a while. Yeah. Yeah, and now he got out of that finally. I mean, some decent names came out of there. I yeah. mean, Ricochet went through it. Mm-hmm. Ray Mysterio kind of made his comeback through it. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Morrison, whatever his... Yeah, Johnny, he's got Johnny 16. Impact. Just whatever. Johnny. Just Johnny. John Morrison. It's Johnny. Jeff Cobb got his start as um, Johnny Cueto's like demonic brother or something. What? Yeah. So he got his start there. 
And now Jeff Cobb, look at him now. He's like a huge name in the indie circuit. So uh, Brian Cage also was in there for a little bit. Shane Strickland was there as Killshot. Um, there's a lot of guys who, who went through, but... Pentagon was in yeah. there too. Yeah. As, oh God, the guy wrestled with like 17 different names. I think he was wrestling as... Pentagon Ultra Dark. Pentagon Cero Miedo, I think was his name under Lucha Under. Again, the guy wrestles under like 17 different names. Beat Fasty. I, I don't know why he just doesn't go by Pentagon Jr., which was his original wrestling name, but whatever. I digress. So yeah. All in, wasn't he just Penta? No, Penta's another shorthand that he uses. Oh. He uses, So Pentagon Jr. was like, who was his right. official wrestling name. Right. Then you had Penta. Well, like I said, Penta, um, just for all in, he was Pentagon, Penta Cero Miedo, Penta M, Penta Dark, um, oh God, what else? Too many the, guy, the guy, exactly, it was insane. Like, you never knew what he was being booked under. I, I think that's the, contractual stuff, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, that list. You gotta look at his contract. English and Spanish. I don't know, bro. Well, damn. So, yeah. What else we got going on, guys? Um, Cody has an injury that... It was a knee injury, I believe? Pen- yeah. Penta L0. Penta L0. Penta L0M. Yep, yep. Weird. Yeah, he's... Yeah, it's... Dark Dragon was his other one also. Dark Dragon. I like that name. Of course you do. Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, anyway. Cody had his injury yeah. a little while ago. Yeah, yeah, he's been wrestling hurt since uh, November, I believe. Well, that's why he wasn't really doing much in terms mm-hmm. of wrestling. Right. Like, even in the indie shows, he just comes out in his suit and tie just to, to show face. Punches people. He'll hit, it, like, one move and then... Yeah, and then he disappears. Everybody else comes out and does their thing. But he underwent surgery yesterday morning. For, um, or this morning. It was He's in a different time zone. I don't know. They teased his opponent for Double or Nothing on tonight's episode... Oh, of the... Um, so Cody Rhodes has his own YouTube channel called Nightmare Family, mm-hmm. where they've been airing episodes... The, the Road to Double The Road to Double or Nothing. Yeah. And on this week's episode, Brandy Rhodes is going through the match cards, and there's a, the match card is Randy versus and a blurred out picture. And she's like, what is this? What is this? Like, is this a dream? Like, what do you? what is this? Is, are you going to talk to me about it, or is this something that you're working on? Mm-hmm. And before he starts talking, the episode ends. So, they're teasing some... Dustin? No. That's not the right way. That's not the right direction to go for Cody. Not right now. Cody versus his brother? Yeah, that's what he's saying. Uh, What's it? I don't know. What do you want to make of it? It was definitely a a light-skinned guy. Goldust is way over wrestling, from what I remember. He hasn't been on... When was the last time he was in the ring? When he did that um, Star K show, and he came out as a... Dustin Reynolds. What? Yeah, his old gimmick. Wait, this his was the one that Bray, Bray Wyatt showed up? Yeah. Oh. He came out in his old school, like, regional wrestling flannel, like, yeah. shirt. Don't do that. Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> so what else we got? Let's see. CMLL in New Japan joining NWA's Ring of Honor's Crockett Cup. Um, yeah, whatever. Oh, uh, Marty Skrull is facing Nick Aldis for the NWA World's Championship. Mr. Mm. Mickey James. Yes, Mr. Mickey James. Uh, I'd like to talk about Austin Aries walking out of TNA. I guess we finally got the closure to him, like, flipping mm. off everybody and leaving after John uh, Johnny Impact beat mm-hmm. him for the Impact Championship. I'm over Austin Aries at this point. He is a jerksicle. I'm over it. 
talented in ring worker. Super unprofessional outside though. Exactly. I'm not about it. Hmm. I'm not about that life. He's been with TNA for a while though, has he? I mean, once he left Ring of Honor, he became pretty much pretty much became Mr. Impact. Yeah. Mm. He's been their biggest star since he left Ring of Honor. Especially after his stint with WWE, they put the rocket on his back. But and he they played. Made what I'm saying is. He left the Ring of Honor. He went to Impact. Went to WWE. We went back to Impact. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't their both, biggest name. In- no, but both times that he was in Impact, they treated him like he was gold. Yeah. Especially the second time around, they made it all about Austin Aries. I'm pretty sure they put like every belt on him. Even if they didn't, they said that they did. They pretended like they did. It was just a whole, it was a whole ordeal. Hmm. And then um, they announced for United We Stand the weekend of WrestleMania. Um, that Thursday, they are doing RBD and Sabu versus the Lucha Bros. See, I don't Why? Know. It's TNA. Why do they do anything RVD anymore? RBD has a messed up eye. He can't see properly. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. That's why he can't ever wrestle for WWE anymore. Because he has a permanently messed up eye. Well, it's Shawn Michaels wrestle. He's got that gimpy eye. Yeah, it just looks bad. <laughs> RBD <laughs> legitimately like has messed up vision. Like, I'm pretty sure you try to, like, cold That's why he smokes him. pot. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you got glaucoma. <laughs> stop it. Oh. Y'all need Jesus. Oh. I mean, the pot bros versus the lucha bros. Trying to find stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got to get Matt Riddle then. No, he's got to hit Sabu. Sabu's got all this pain. He's like, I got this scar from this. Let me get a puff of that. Sabu. That was yeah, another one that I Bro, they got pulled over with, like, mm-hmm. pot and, like, a butt-ton of, like, pot in the car. <laughs> That's why RBD lost his belt. Oh, when he was, uh, what, when he yeah. was beating Cena? Yeah. yeah. He was beating Cena. Cena. Like, oh. him and Sabu, like a, a, like, a week later, got pulled over, like, they, first of all, the cops smelled pot, and it was, like, bricks and bricks and bricks of <laughs> pot. Son. They didn't even have any luggage. They were just wearing pot. <laughs> Hey, you ever watch Super Troopers? It was like that, son. <laughs> breaks the weeds. They, had, they, they thought they had camouflage on, but it was just pot, and they yeah. were like, you can't see us. <laughs> but it's, officer, it's camouflage. No, you, that's your weed. You are weed. No, I am RVD. <laughs> R V weed. Turns to Sabu. I thought he couldn't see us, but we're in camouflage. Sabu probably can't even put a sentence together at this point, but... <laughs> Uh, well, I was thinking about getting tickets for this because I am actually really interested in seeing. Oh, how you have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you. Wow. Okay. So of all the of all the shows that we've gone to or not gone to, shows that we've talked about going to, this you want to go to? Do you don't want to see a dumpster fire? You this you want to go to? Uh, you didn't go to All In, but this you want to go to? You didn't go to All In. You didn't go to. Listen, um, this is in Jersey. I can actually make this in like a train ride. Was it Death Death? Uh, before oh, Dishonor? No, um... Yeah, that was... Was that it? No. The one in December? No. Was, um... Final Battle. That one. We didn't go to Final Battle. Yeah. You didn't go to All In. No. But you want to go to this. You don't want to go to Mania. You didn't... You skipped out on getting Mania tickets with us. Yeah, I wasn't doing that. But you want to go to this. Considering it. You can see RVD with his crazy eye. <laughs> Whole damn show right there. Yo, talk, talk to your boy, son. I'm not. I'm going to let the comments talk for himself. <laughs> <laughs> Comment section, please. Oh it's open God. season for your booty, son. Oh, man. <laughs> They're going to come for you. 
Does that, does that cover our, our news outside I, of the WWE? I'm pretty, pretty sure that covers our news for outside the oh. WWE. Well, you, you, got, you, got, you got one more? Ring of Honor announced their uh, War of the Worlds tour. They're doing a couple shows in May. Non-news. Whatever. <laughs> Fine. It was there. That was the only thing. They're doing Are one you going to do any of those shows? Probably not. Is there some ridiculous match that's going to be ridiculous? Probably. No. Then no. This is like the Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian in a toilet paper match. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be there! I watched the Edge and Christian show on the WWE Network! <laughs> I made it onto the Mori show. The next shot is Edge and Christian. Oh my god. That's what, yo, I was just thinking about that too. He went to Mori. He would definitely go to some Edge and Christian thing. No, but he got, like, free tickets to Maury. Like, but Darren was on Maury. You're telling me, knowing Bizzle, that if Edge and Christian did some nonsense for their I show didn't, didn't anywhere within, like, a six-hour radius, <laughs> that he wouldn't find a way there? Because I'd put a whole paycheck down that he'd be there before we even knew that the show was going on. You just see me on the network. Hey, Fact. Man. Not even, he would just message us in the group chat a picture of him, like, in the way distance behind Edge and Christian. Hey guys, look, it's Edge's hair. Exactly. <laughs> Talk to your boy! Edge and Christian show, here I come. Taking the world by storm. <laughs> I think since we're on the news tip, we should jump into some WWE news real quick. Get to Raw, get to SmackDown, get to Elimination Chamber... And get Bizzle off the air before he says anything else <laughs> absurd. <laughs> we can't yet. We can't yet. Talk to me. We gotta do NXT in two. Oh, I would thought we could get to the news and then get to the twos. <laughs> no? No news and twos? News and twos. Yo, y'all, do, y'all let me know what y'all want to do because I'm shot. This episode is gone. The, we are way past the clock time right now. Who's your clock time? So, <laughs> clock time forty five minutes right now. So, <laughs> so y'all want y'all want to do you want to do some WWE news or you want to do NXT? I think we two? can run through the WWE news really quickly and then do NXT. So let's do that then. So they announced Superstar Shakeup for April. So it's pretty much right after Mania. Yes, which makes sense. Yeah, call ups. Ambrose gone. Mania is like you know the season. Premiere finale. Smackdown gets the IC title. Raw gets the Universal title. Uh, the undisputed title. The whatever undisputed title. title. You know the US one. The, the, the one year we in. The, what? The, one, the one that our truth has. The useless one. The useless one. <laughs> <laughs> Stop hating on my boy our truth. Right? Look, we need to we need to keep the the, the levity right now because once you start talking about the booking of Becky Lynch, it's gonna get real angry in here. Real oh quick. boy, so, it is. So let's keep joking around while we can before the fans get to hear just how angry we are gonna get. Well. So the, the superstar truth. shakeup is coming up for April, so that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Mustafa Ali unfortunately was pulled from the super from the superstar shakeup. You hear me? <laughs> pulled from. He's going back to two five live. From the elision named eliminate. Oh, That's man. not it. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me <clears throat> let me try that one more time, baby. Okay, Dusty Rose here. Now you're not going to dusty your way through this <laughs> one, all right? Dusty Rose will give you. Oh, should I do Dusty Rose for NXT in two? No, no. Okay, Stop it. Fine. So can NXT, can, can Dusty Rhodes give you the news, baby? Yeah, come on, Dusty, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> up and coming superstar Mustafa Ali has been pulled from the Elimination Chamber match due to having injuries that he's been sustaining a long time ago, baby girl. <laughs> and that's Dusty Rhodes giving you some news. You want some more news from Dusty Rhodes? Yeah, I mean, you, you gotta get on a roll. Get on Lana a roll, and Dusty. Rusev, you know, Lana and Rusev Day. Yes, Rusev Day. 
have been taken. Oh, you sound like Eddie Murphy doing <laughs> doing Dusty Rhodes. Eddie, Eddie. <laughs> oh my God! Don't interrupt Dusty Rhodes, baby. Lana and Rusev have been removed from the cast of Total Divas because apparently they don't like Lana. <laughs> and that's Dusty Rhodes giving you the Dusty news. You want some more news, baby? Batista's in talks for WWE to show up at Mania, but it's still uncertain. And that's Dustin Rhodes giving you the Dustin news. You want some more news, baby? Oh, okay. I'm the son of a plumber. Dustin Rhodes has for you. Trevor Lee. What? ACH, Rachel Ellering, Karen Q, Samuel Shaw, Jonah Rock, Elliot Sexton, Team 3.0, and Nick Camarotto, all a part of NXT's performance at the class that just reported. And that was Dustin Rhodes giving you the Dustin news. <laughs> I, love I lost the accent halfway there because yeah, I was I the older you names. Were, you were still Eddie Murphy doing an impression. You know what of your face Rhodes. is Eddie Murphy, all right? You know what? I don't have to put up with this. I am the whole show. Damn, shades, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> I do the impressions around here. I bring the Dusty. I bring the Vince. I bring the Trips. Not well. Do Trips. I bring the Finn. Oh Lord. Not, not well. Dustin Rose not appreciate the disrespect. You do a good Dustin. You do a good Dustin. I like. I can't um, deny that. You do a good oh, Dustin. Thank you, man. thank you, thank you. I like the idea of us getting Dusty a bit more often around the show. Yeah, I'll bust out Dusty once that, an episode oh, if y'all want. Oh. We can have Dusty have his own segment. Dustin News. Have, I like Dusty News. We can have Dustin Rose doing the Dustin News, baby. Oh yeah. Some son of a plumber, the American Dream. You gotta go and find some obscure lines for Dusty Rhodes. For I do. The show. I do. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start going to the, the network and watch like old school clips of Dusty Rhodes and see if I can pull out of the bag. Oof. Yo, Be I do the Dusty. I do the Dusty Rhodes voice at work. My coworkers love it. They don't even know who he is, but they get I think they're just confused. They're like, "What is he doing? I play Put him in a box. I ship him away." Clip of it's like one. William's having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> is he schizophrenic? What's going on here? I play the one clip for context, and I do it all the time. They love it. Oof. Like, do the son of a plumber bit. <laughs> not a stand-up baby. <laughs> I'm not a monkey. Dustin Rhodes does not perform when you want to. I'm the son of a plumber. The American dream. I'm Dustin Rhodes. Okay. <laughs> like, all right, Mr. Son of a Plumber. <laughs> the toilet's back to <laughs> We need you to unclog it, baby. I said I'm the son of a plumber, baby. I'm not the plumber itself. <laughs> You're a plunger itself? Let, let's get into some NXT <coughs> 2, please. Alright, shall we? I guess so. Alright. Someone's got a clock. Who wants, who wants to give me that clock? Let's see if Siri's got a clock for you. I'll do the clock. Because, yeah. Whoever's doing the clock, can I have a visual of the clock while I'm doing it? Got you right here, baby. I never get the visual of the clock. Did you ever ask for it? I think I have. Boom goes the dynamite. Answer who gets the square. How many more do you need? <laughs> what? Tell me when we're ready. Tell me when you're ready. Oh, I'm ready, baby. Can we get a I'm a ready, baby? I'm Don't. ready, baby. I'm ready for NXT in two. Let's get it started, right? About yeah. now. The show kicks off with Johnny Gargano in the ring, who's interrupted by Tomasa Ciampa, who's interrupted by Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream, who just won the World's Collide Tournament, says that he's going to use his prize and cash in on Gargano and his North American Championship. Why his and not Ciampa's? I don't know, but whatever. Jackson Riker of the, Unfor of the Forgotten Sons makes quick work of Mansoor. Mansoor, who was a stand-up at the Greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. In a backstage segment, Ricochet is taking photos. Adam Cole, Bay Bay comes in. They end up having a match. Well, they argue until they have a match for next week. 
I guess, to see who's going to be one of the number one contenders for the North American Championship. Drew Gulak arrives at NXT to clean up NXT. He has a match against the debuting Eric Bugenhagen, <laughs> who is essentially Steel Panther as a professional wrestler. He defeats him, and then Matt Riddle comes out after Drew Gulak makes a promo saying that he came here for some competition. This is who you bring me. Matt Riddle comes out. They have a long Matt-based submission match, basically, where Matt Riddle gets Drew Gulak to tap out to the Gulak. The show ends with Io Shirai, Kairi Sane, and Bianca Belair facing off against Shayna Baszler, Jessamine Duke, and Marina Shafir. Turns out, basically, it's just going to be a two-on-one match because Bianca Belair does nothing, and Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir do nothing. So, Kairi Sane, Io Shirai, basically a two-on-one, and Io Shirai gets the pin over Shayna Baszler, the women's champion. So, we're probably going to get... EO versus Shayna as the next feud. NXT UK was pretty much match after match. El Laguerra defeats Mark Andrews. Zaya Brookside gets her first singles victory over Candy Floss. She's beat up post-match by Rhea Ripley. Tony Storm tries to intervene, but to no avail. She gets beat up by Rhea Ripley. And the main event, Wild Boar... Oh, no, not the main, not the main event, excuse me. Wild Boar Mitch, uh, uh, Mike Hitchman defeats Joseph Connor, or defeated by Joseph Connor, excuse me. And Volter has the final match... And he wins against Mark Coffey because Volter stands tall because NXT UK. And that was NXT in two. Whoa! Damn. Did you breathe at all? Pop Molly, I'm sweating! Woo! Oh, I hear it. Oh, God. Please don't. Don't do that. I'm don't sorry. Do drugs, kids. He just sweated everywhere. Whew. Huh. Well, that was NXT in two. Um, yeah. Dream cashing in on I'm not, yeah, the I'm American not... belt weird, but. So what I like about it is that it kind of adds weight to the NXT um, North American Championship because mm-hmm. he looked at Chomp and he was like, "I don't want you. I don't want yours. I'm not coming after you." And he was he, like, "He says I'm done with you, basically." <laughs> he's so kind of just showing like Chomp and the title they're kind of one, which kind of works for Chomp because Chomp acts like they're one person anyway. So Velveteen Dream saying, "I'm done with you," referring to both of them, and then like, going after Gargano, I think is a nice little touch. But I also think I read too much into NXT, but that's just me. I Dude. honestly think it's a weaker move. I think why would you not want to go after the top belt, which is the NXT Championship? I agree, but also the fact that Adam Cole and Ricochet are arguing over who's next in line for the North American Championship. Like, it seems like no one cares about the, the NXT, NXT Championship NXT right now. Which or maybe I'm everyone's sure, afraid to fight for the. NXT. I don't know. It's because they're trying to spread out that scene. Because right now it's a six-man scene for both belts. They're kind of, all six of them are interchangeable. Any one of those six could win the North American or NXT. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're trying to spread that out, and that way you can bring in people like Matt Riddle, people like Keith Lee, people like, I don't know, whoever else they've been trying to build up recently. Mm. I don't know. Eric Bugenhagen. <laughs> Bro, this dude made me want to hit somebody. <laughs> and the fans were eating it up. They were chanting for Encore when he was done. And I was like, bro, the guy's a walking meme. I just... Uh, One would say he knows how to boogie. Stop it. He's just he's just a giant gimmick, and I'm not, I'm not I'm not really into like overly gimmicky gimmicks. Yes, I'm an Undertaker fan. Shut up. But <laughs> but I don't know. Just not. I don't know. I'm not a, not a fan. Not a fan at all. Yikes. <sighs> Let me tell you something. Raw and SmackDown did not fare any better. Can we do Can we do SmackDown and then Raw? Because if we talk about Raw, I'm going to get angry and I'm going to break something, and then we're not going to get through SmackDown. I, okay, so 
main. Uh, you can't really talk about SmackDown without talking about Raw first, anyway. Because of the way they open the show. So you know what we'll do? We'll start off with the gauntlet match yes. that SmackDown had. Yes. A very lengthy, probably hour and fifteen minutes total. About. We we stated earlier during the news that Mustafa Ali is injured. Wow. They get he gets replaced by one member of the New Day. And I said, it's gotta be Kofi. I called Big E. Bizzle said nothing. <laughs> I, I called Xavier, I think. No, you didn't say anything. Maybe you didn't. Or maybe you didn't, I wasn't paying attention, I don't know. But I figured Big E, because if there's anyone who's gonna put in the main event scene, it would be Big E out of those three. And that's what I thought. In, term, like, in terms of seniority, you give it to Kofi. Right. If this was a mid-card title on the line, I'd say Kofi's in, is a shoe-in. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Big E is the bigger name. <laughs> Pun intended. He's he's the beef. He, he is beef. That's Yikes. Beef. I think I saw on Twitter something about, like, he's commented something about Naomi's butt. And she was like, yeah, just like your breast. Something like that. Like, <laughs> I was like, yo, what? Twitter's a weird place. Don't go on Twitter. Twitter's Scared. a very weird place. And if you are going to go on Twitter, follow us at grapplesapples.com. That's grapples, the number two, two. apples. Anyway. <laughs> quick, shameless plug in there. That's all we do, baby. Kofi starts the gauntlet off with Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, Kofi's getting eliminated first, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he he was the the marathon man this yeah. this, this this match. Yeah. Hits Trouble in Paradise yep. on Daniel Bryan. To get the double up. Say, okay, who's coming out next? Jeff Harvey. I'm so over Jeff Hardy. And you used to be a Hardy fan. I used to, I grew up a Hardy Boys fan. I used to love I, a Hardy well, Boys. I told you this months, like no, six you, months ago. And I never argued with you. I'm just, I'm over it I'm like, now. man, this guy doesn't know how to recreate himself. Mm-hmm. He's still doing the same shtick from like late, two th- uh, late, uh, 99, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. And now he's stealing his brother's delete thing. That's why I've always liked Matt better. Always. That's why I put myself more of a Matt than a Jeff. I figured myself more of a Jeff than a Matt because I'm willing to throw myself off a high place. See, and that's what that's, that's why it doesn't make sense. Hmm. People like you better than me, too. Why? Why do we have to do this on air? The whole world needs to know that? Hey. All 17 people who listen? Hey, all 17 of y'all. Take the poll in the, in the comments. Let you know. Let your boy. You want to set up a poll in the morning? Why he wants to put up a poll? You see, fifteen years I got to deal with this guy. You're setting a poll in the morning, and he has the fifteen more. Can you continue fifteen more? So we got our wish. Jeff Hardy gets eliminated with the SOS. Which I I mentioned too. I was like, when was the last time we saw him end a match with an SOS? An SOS. Yeah. Let alone win a match with an SOS. Right. Kofi continues. I'm like, all right. Who's next? Bum, 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 bum. Joe, Joe. I'm like, and you're like, oh man, I wouldn't want to face Joe right now. Bro, I said if this was a shoot, fight, or match, whatever you want to call it, I'm in a gauntlet, and I know who I'm up against. Of everyone coming down there, and I'm like, yo, I'll take AJ, I'll take Randy, I don't care who it is. The minute I hear Joe, oh, why couldn't I be eliminated earlier? I don't want to, yo, would you want to fight Samoa Joe under any context? No. No. Would you rather, you have to fight him eventually. Would you rather fight him last? I'd rather fight him first. I mean, that ship had already shaled. So. Shaled? Shaled? Shaled. shaled. <laughs> that Did ship is on the shield. 
I would hope that he got like the flu last minute and like <laughs> he couldn't come out. Nia Jax beats him up. I don't know whatever. He went to Wendy's is. house. It, w- Wendy, yes, I'm filled out. <laughs> oh, we're sitting here thinking, man, he gonna die. Samoa Joe gonna beat Kofi senseless. We weren't wrong, and he did. He beat him senseless. <laughs> he puts in the Kokita clutch. And Kofi reverses the Kokita Clutch into a pin similar to what AJ Styles did back at the Saudi Arabia event, possibly. Sure. What, the Survivor Series? One of those other specials. The Saudi Arabia event? Yeah. The I don't Survivor, Survivor Series? Survivor Series. No, I was like, was it that one or was it oh, Survivor Series? Or was it the other show? I don't know. They had a bunch of matches all tied in for like three weeks. You're a month. They had like four pay-per-views in You're a, a month. You're a month. Thanks. Pins Samoa Joe, and now he's eliminated three guys. And then Joe's irate. Oh yeah, he was he was not a happy camper. He was living, and he kicked the piss out of Kofi Kingston afterwards. He boy, he done whooped that boy's butt. And he put him in the Kokita clutch. AJ Styles comes down to help, and just like he just stomps on his head. Stomps on like Samoa Joe's like melon. He's like, hey, stop it. He That's gets all, like Samoa Joe's walking up, just holding his forehead, <laughs> and like. AJ's just like, he's like, get up, Kofi. Get up. We gotta he, finish this. He was being super Boy Scout. He was like, you don't have to do this. Like, the whole night, I'm not gonna do an AJ because I can't do an AJ. And he was all like, we don't have to do this. Come on, Kofi, it's fine. Like, it, no one's gonna think anything of He's like, he's in his face in the corner, like, no, it's okay. Like, don't worry about it. You don't have to do this. And then Kofi gets in his, in his face. He's like, yo. No, I don't care. He says sound something, and then he like he mushes his face. He did it like three times. No, but the first one, like he, that was palm to face, and I was like, <gasps> bro, where I grew up, bro, that's Jay. You grew up even worse than I did. Oh, that's hands right there. Mush to the face. That's hands right there. No, you were in the hospital after you're mush to the face. A, you're not getting a second mush. Mush well, to AJ decked him right afterwards. No. Then they, they, he kept John, then he pushed AJ, then he pushed him again, and then that's when AJ hit him. Yeah. They grow him differently in the South. They're, they're gentlemen. Idiots. <laughs> I mean, after a very strong showing in eliminating half the board, Kofi Kingston finally gets eliminated with the calf crusher, even though they weren't working his leg At all. the whole match. At all. He probably tapped from exhaustion. I would think so. Let's call it that. And Let's not forget that he taps with literally a minute left in, in the, the show. show. Like, it was 9.59 when Kofi's tapping on the mat. And once we got to within like five or ten minutes, the three of us all said the same thing. Oh, great. Randy Orton's going to come out of nowhere, RKO, one, two, three. He's going to be the sixth man in the pod. Yep. And what happens? Yeah. Randy Orton comes out, hits a springboard RKO <laughs> on the left field. That's exactly what it looked like. They're showing like they're showing the close up of AJ Styles. I'm like, ugh, here it comes. Like, like AJ, turn around. You know he's not coming from there. Turn around. Do something. Don't look like a dum dum. This is where a kayfabe cliche gets me, bro. It makes no sense. And Randy Orton just out of left field jumps RKO one two three R- RKO. Randy Orton is. The last man to exit their pods in the elimination chamber, because that is what we want to see. Chamber zone. Chamber zone. See if you were to all my Archer fans, you'll get that. Sure. Chamber zone. We can also call it um, 
We could also call it the Elimination Chamber View. As oh Stephanie called it. Oh, it's yeah, she week. called it on Raw, the Elimination <laughs> Chamber View. Boy. Listen, we had a botch. <laughs> uh, similar to Raw, SmackDown had their three tag team women's... I didn't say that right. <laughs> three women tag teams. There you go, attaboy. Fight to see who's going to be the first one in the chamber. Now, Corey and Byron Saxon were like, who have the honor of being the first to enter the chamber. I'm like, that's not an honor. That's, that's nothing like you don't want to happen. You want to be the last ones in, not the first ones in, to better your chances. So you had Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. They're calling themselves Fire and Ice. Fire and Desire. Fire and Desire. Fire and Desire? Fire yeah. and Desire. I like Fire and Ice better. Because Sonya Deville needs that, that cold stare. Uh, I don't like Sonya Deville. Oh, boy. That has to be a crush on Versus Naomi and Carmella versus the Iconics. The Iconics were probably the most entertaining tag team in this match. Yeah. Because they spent the entire match avoiding tags, jumping off the apron, just sitting on, like, just standing on the mat, just like, ooh, ooh, and clapping and applauding and doing everything they can to not be they in the They had a double crossbody, and they were like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They were, <laughs> they're hilarious. Yeah. As annoying as they are, they're pretty funny. They're iconic. Stop it. Oh. You stop it right now. Iconic. And who'd have thunk? <clears throat> Excuse me. Naomi pins Mandy Rose, and Mandy Rose is... Mandy and Sonya will be the first tag team representing SmackDown. Yes. At the Chamber Zone. And she Change. gets her revenge. Change. Now they're trading pinfalls. Mandy Rose pinned oh, it's 50, 50 Naomi pin. last week. Mandy Rose gets pinned by Naomi this week. Because what's WWE without 50 50 booking, baby? Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. John Cena sponsors every partner. <laughs> <laughs> 50 50 booking, my butt. Anyway. So, since we did the Chamber for SmackDown, on the Raw side, yeah. it was Sasha and Bailey versus Nia Jax-Tamina versus the Riot Squad. Now, the rumor is that Sasha Banks is not medically cleared yet to really compete full-on in ring. So, they had her, like, get hurt and taking her backstage early in the match. Mm. Like, the Riot Squad jumped her or something like that. So... Oh, yeah, there was a terrible spot where, uh... So it was basically Bailey by herself versus the two tag teams. And Bailey was, like, holding her own, basically. I, I love Corey whenever Sasha Banks is in a match. Because he just, he just talks so... He hates her so much. Yeah. Or at least the character hates Sasha Banks so much. But... He's like, where's Sasha Banks now? Leaving her friend to fight the battles again. <laughs> yeah, but she's such a great person. I was like, yeah, Corey! <laughs> get Owen. Get her, get her. So, the winner, so Bailey ends up eating the pin from Nia Jax. From Nia Jax. So, the two teams to start the Elimination Chamber Zone Chamber view. will be the Boston Hub Connection representing Raw and then Fire and Desire representing SmackDown. Fun. Aren't you excited? We'll get to that when we talk about predictions. Whoa. So let, let's go over some some uh, quick fire things that happened on Raw and SmackDown. You wanna s- just okay. just to get through the quick stuff, and then we'll we'll sit and yell for a little bit. Okay. Talk about quick <clears throat> fire. What I'm talking about. So let's talk about real quick the uh, Miz TV segment, where oh. they had a promo segment versus the Usos, 
where the Usos typically have been faces and or tweeners, mostly faces. For this segment, they were they were heels, which we both think is a mistake. And it ended with the Usos giving super kicks to both Shane and um, the Miz. Simultaneous. McMiz? Yeah. yeah. Mac Miz? McMiz. It's not Mac-Man. 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 So that was that on Raw in a fantastic match, the best match of the night, which got no love because the rest of the Raw was a mess. The Revival mm-hmm. defeat Glorious and Gable to become the new Raw Tag Team Champions. This is just to satiate the Revival. Probably. That's all it is. I mean, they deserve a tag title run. And I said, I hope they go on a lengthy one. Months ago, I said this. Their Raw Tag Division is anemic. And this is why the Revival need to have a lengthy title run. Yeah. But it doesn't mean anything if you don't face anybody. Yeah, again, this goes back to the quality of your opponent. Right. Mm-hmm. If you have Lucha House Party matches the whole time, <coughs> it's not really <coughs> a, a great... I mean, look at their the B team. Mm-hmm. Lucha House Party. And Lucha House Party is in a feud with um, Elias. Elias. Elias right now. <laughs> because that's a thing. slammed uh, Kalisto with a g- guitar. Yeah. She uh, killed him in the ring. Whatever. Guitar was bigger than Kalisto. <laughs> Doesn't take much. Kalisto's not a large man. <laughs> not. Unfortunately, I'm going to gloss over this as quickly as the WWE glossed over this. At Elimination Chamber, it's going to be Ruby Riot versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, let's, let's... Why is my bay going up against the Raw Women's title and no one said, like, that's not even a thing. They're not even addressing it. It was on the post-show exclusive WWE blah, 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 where Ruby comes out and she's like, you're all worried about Becky and Charlotte. You got me on Sunday. And I'm just like, yo, why? Like, that's so true. <clears throat> it's it's kind of like, well, <clears throat> excuse me. Triple H's Raw opens, Triple H and Shawn, uh, and Shawn Michaels, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon <laughs> in the ring. I'm, I'm wrong, wrong, wrong wife. Wrong wife. <laughs> And he's, he's sitting there after Becky Lynch comes out, interrupts them for the second week in a row. And he's like, you want to have this match with Ronda Rousey, blah, 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 all this other stuff. But Ronda Rousey has this match this weekend at the Elimination Chamber against Ruby Riot. Let's see if she even makes it out of that. And just like, oh, cool. Like, no, no nothing. Yeah, they, they dropped it on Twitter like the day before. Yeah, but I'm saying, the like, there's no, there's no, like... No, no, no. Gusto behind it. There was no, He's just like, yeah, she's fighting Ruby Riot. Anyway, why aren't you apologizing to us yet? Yeah, it. I hate that they... First of all, no championship match should be glossed over this hard. <clears throat> and B, if this isn't the biggest A, slap in the face to Ruby, and B, the biggest just... Yeah, we just, we have to do this thing. This is obligatory. It's not a thing. Like, this is... Super obligatory. They could have just not done the match now and then done a match at Fastlane. There's Matt. Don't even what they could have done. With there's a whole long list of what they could have done, but they chose to do this. Well, and I, I just I don't know. I'm already getting like, oh man. <sighs> so Trips and Steph are talking to Becky and like, you were cleared by the doctors, your suspension is lifted, your match at Mania is back on, on uh, and, but the only thing we want from you 
is to apologize for hitting Steph and hitting him last week. And I'm sitting here like watching the first hour of Raw, and I'm like, if she apologizes to them, it's going to kill mm -hmm. the Becky Lynch character, the mm -hmm. man character. Mm -hmm. And they take, literally, all episode, she's having talks with Finn in the back, and this person, and that person, should she do it, should she not do it, what are the consequences, blah, blah, blah. And we're closing Raw. Before we get to the closing, let me ask you a question. Yes. No, no. Has Stone Cold Steve Austin ever apologized to Vince McMahon for anything? I would say Has The Rock ever apologized has the undertaker ever apologized hulk hogan rick flair any of these top superstars triple h even i don't recall them ever saying i'm sorry for hitting you despite the fact that it's totally within my character to hit you let's 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 not use all of those names let's use the most anti-establishment wrestler the, the industry has ever seen. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm -hmm. If you are booking Becky Lynch, not to be your next Stone Cold, to have her on a Stone Cold-esque run. Everyone's been comparing the two since she started the man thing. If she's on this whole Stone Cold trip, has Steve Austin ever apologized to Vince McMahon? Not in his wacky, you know, invasion, post-invasion, like... Not, not heel Austin. Not crazy heel Austin. Face, super anti-establishment Austin. He... <clears throat> he stunnered Vince every opportunity he got. Bro, he drove trucks into the arena... He, like, poured cement or ran over his car. He beat him up. He stunned his son, his daughter, his... Whoever, he didn't care. Mm. He didn't care. Never would he ever apologize for, for hitting some of the same sex and then slapping someone of the opposite. <sighs> apologize. So, during the opening segment, they're like, you gotta apologize, apologize, apologize. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it on my phone... And I'm like, yo, you like this this can't be a thing. And she initially says, you can take your apology and okay. shove it up your expletive. And I was like, boom, that's it. That's where it should have stayed. That should have been the response. End of story. Finito. Especially with how they ended up ending the show. Mm. If you're gonna end it the way that they did, it should have been after that. But no. They give her the whole show to think about. So as you were saying, Jeremy, to shades back to the end of the of the the, the, the thing episode, whatever. Uh oh. End of the episode, you have Trips and Steph again in the ring. This time they're in interrupted by Ronda Rousey. Uh oh. Uh oh. done on Becky. Ronda Rousey doesn't come out after. She comes out later. Oh, okay. So I, again, I didn't get to see the end of this, which causes I have a bedtime of eight o'clock because I'm a thousand years old. <clears throat> but. I didn't finish with my whole Becky Lynch Stone Cold mm, sorry, I'm analogy. Sorry. I'm sorry. When Stone Cold injured his neck against Owen Hart, mm -hmm. 
and Vince said, you can't wrestle. You mm-hmm. have to work within the system. Mm-hmm. And what did Stone Cold do? Okay, I'll work in, in your little system. And after that, he just delivers a Stone Cold stunner to him. Mm-hmm. If you book Becky to be similar to that, not exactly Stone Cold-esque, but... In the same vein. She's been so buck the system. She's been so, I'm the man, I'm going to do whatever I want. I don't trust you, I don't trust your doctors, I don't trust, you guys are always screwing people over. I think she said on Raw, she said, you guys have been screwing people over for decades. Your family has been screwing people over for decades. Right. Mm -hmm. So, why would you even think about apologizing? In my opinion, like, they've been trying to kill this Becky Lynch character. And they've been doing a bad job at it until now. Well, we didn't get there yet. We didn't get there yet. Even last week. Last week's booking of Becky Lynch made me, like, question, like, damn, man, this is some, like, they're booking Becky bad right now. Yeah, but she was still, like, when the show opened, the music that first note hits in her music, the place erupts. Mm-hmm. Or at least it did. We get to the end of the show, and you have Triple H and Stephanie and Becky in the ring, and they're talking, and they're like, you know, will you apologize, blah, 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 blah. You know, don't, are you going to let pride in the way of your dream, yada, yada, yada. And she was, uh, and at some point, during a backstage interview, not interview, but a conversation between her and I believe it was Rhonda or Finn, I don't remember who it was. They're like, even if you don't mean it, just say the words. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Right? Which is another part of the problem, in my opinion, where you're booking this apology thing and you're having faces telling her to acquiesce to the heel authority figures, which then puts the heel authority figures in the right. But anyway, let me not. I can rip this whole thing. I can give me an entire episode on this. But <clears throat> she goes, fine, if that's all you want to hear, it's two little words for me to have my match fine i'm sorry and as soon as she says i'm sorry the whole place starts to boo and as soon as she says i'm sorry immediately you can feel a collective every fan who's been following becky go <sighs> no chance if that's what you got so no, no hold on we'll get there we're not gonna get there yet we'll get there <laughs> i promise you it's a long ride we'll get there oh lord so then Triple H is like, yeah, awesome, congratulations, you're going to WrestleMania. She thinks, that's it? That's it. Congratulations, you're going to WrestleMania. Awesome. Yeah. Ronda Rousey comes out. They do a whole stare down. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And that's when we get the lovely music that everyone pops for. Yeah, it's Vince McMahon. Yeah, woo, Mr. McMahon. I don't care if you if they accept your apology. I don't. That's that's number one. We're gonna put that. We're gonna put that on the scoreboard. We'll come back to that later. There's only one man around here. You think you're above everybody? You think you're the man? I'm the man, and the man has to make tough choices. And I'm deciding that you're suspended for the next sixty days. When does that run out? Five days after WrestleMania. That's that's two. We're gonna put that on the scoreboard for number two. We'll get back to that. Oh man. And we need someone to replace you. Someone with charisma. Someone with blah, blah, whatever adjectives you want to use to pretend like you know what you're talking about. Someone with flair? 
That would have been a good, like, what you call it, though. You'd think, right? No, but yes. <laughs> Charlotte Flair. Brings out Charlotte. And he's like, Ronda, take a good look, because this is what the end of WrestleMania is going to look like. And he holds up Charlotte Flair's hand, and he's like, the new Raw Women's Champion, blah, blah, blah. That's three. Okay. So which of these three points should I dissect first and most angrily? I'm going to leave. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go strike two. Yikes. So strike two, 60 days, five days after WrestleMania. First of all, she won the Royal Rumble. What authority does he have, other than being the chairman of the board, to suspend anybody for anything when wrestlers before her have done way worse? Suspend her for 60 days. So, so conveniently, it's up five days after WrestleMania. First of all, who's buying smoke and mirrors? Not me. Second of all, why even be so specific and say, when does that run out? Five days after WrestleMania. What is the point of that? He didn't say that. He might as well have. <laughs> he might as well have. It's dumb. It For is dumb. what? It is dumb. I mean, if, if you want to pull her, just pull her from the match. You're suspended for 60 days, which happens. For what? What is the point of that? So it can make the non-smarks and guys like us and gals like us. <laughs> <laughs> like... We all know, man, this is going to happen still, no matter what, triple threat. They've been they've been talking, they've been pushing Charlotte to try to get into this main event scene they don't since, need Survivor, to. since they don't need Survivor Series. To. They don't need to. They're ruining, they're ruining what people were anticipating as like the most look, I don't remember the last time that I heard fans care this much about a WrestleMania main event. Since Daniel Bryan. Since Daniel Bryan. So five years, it's been five years since anyone gave a rat behind about the main event of WrestleMania, and instead of letting it be what it is and what it should be, they have to force Charlotte Flair into this because she's Charlotte Flair. Because she needs to be a part of this. No the F she doesn't. She does not. Now let's let's get back let's get back to the, the first thing. Where he's like oh, what was the first thing? You don't was? care about uh, I don't care about their apologies. Uh, I don't care. I don't accept it. So, if you know from the beginning, Mr. Vince McMahon, that you're not going to take her apology, why the F did you give us three hours of whether or not she's going to apologize? If you, because you're there, make her look weaker, and you're in the gorilla position, and you're watching the whole show, and at the beginning of the show, Vin, Triple H and Stephanie go, just apologize and it's good. But you know you're not going to accept it. Why even do this? Because why not just come up from the beginning? I don't care what they're gonna say. You're not in, and you're suspended. Because you're thinking of this in a real life, like fashion. But but we're watching this show. Yes. Right. And yes, it's scripted. Yes. But you have to take it for what it is, yes. and the way it's scripted is asinine. Yes. It makes no sense. It, I mean, it's so dumb. In terms of storytelling, it does make sense. Because you have Becky going this whole time as to, mm -hmm. mm, I don't know, yeah, should I, should I not, I apologize, oh, let me talk to these people. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the show, she's like, you know what, I'm going to apologize anyway. And then he comes out like, listen, 
I don't care what you were going to do all night. Mm-hmm. I have my ace in the hole, and that's Charlotte Flair. That's what that, that's that's essentially what he did. Let me ask you a question. Is the goal of any business not to make money? Correct. Right? Sure. You own a business, you want to make money, right? The best way to make money is to put out a product that consumers enjoy and want to consume more of, right? Yes. Okay. So the fans are high on Becky Lynch. They're ready to put in all their money on Becky Lynch. Why would you weaken her character and diminish your highest, your 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 best product right now? Hot, from a business hottest, perspective, from a business perspective, what is the point of this? I from a kayfabe, from a storyline, from a business, from a shoot. No matter what angle you come at, this makes no sense. I agree with you, because. A month ago, they all come out talking about we're gonna give the fans what they want. We're gonna we're gonna listen to them. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. And we've been saying Becky, Becky, Becky. And what do you do? I take Becky. I'll put her over here. Here's Charlotte. Enjoy Charlotte. No one wants Charlotte. No one wants Charlotte. What, what, he wants Charlotte. They're just blowing smoke up our butt right now. That's that's all it was. But then we know that they're gonna put her back in the match. Yeah. To make it a triple threat. She's probably going to have to face Charlotte at Fastlane to, to be back in WrestleMania. What is the... But then you're reneging on the 60-day suspension. What is the point? They could be like... None of it makes any sense. You know, it's just dumb. Everything about this is reneging on everything. You win the Royal Rumble, you go to main event, to main event WrestleMania. Nah, never mind. You're suspended for 60 days. She has to get back in the match at some point, so no, never mind. WWE doesn't know how to book. But this is, like, this is beyond... Any, in my opinion, from since I started watching again the last two plus years or whatever it is, this is some of the worst nonsensical booking I've seen. This makes no sense. It makes sense if you want Charlotte in the main event. It doesn't make sense if you're trying to push Becky over. But you, but it's it, that, that's all it is. We all know Becky Lynch is having her hand raised in the end of WrestleMania. And if they don't, then they... And that's the thing, is that I don't trust that they will. Look at what they're doing. I don't have confidence that it won't be Charlotte. We know it's not going to be Ronda. Or at least it's a safe bet, not 100%, because we thought that Brock was going to lose a million times before he actually did. We also thought Charlotte was going to lose to Asuka last year, and that didn't happen. Right. So... It seems like a safe bet that it won't be Ronda. I would not be surprised if they put it on Charlotte. Why? I don't understand when you have a performer, a worker, a wrestler, a talent, an athlete, whatever word you want to use to describe who these people are, who is the most over person you have on your roster, who has fans behind them, in a way that has not been seen in five years. Why on earth are you making the same mistakes that you made five years ago? Is it intentional? Oh, well, look at what happened. We held back Daniel Bryan and then we finally gave the fans what they wanted. It was the biggest moment in WrestleMania. No, don't do that. It's, it's been done already. A, it's been done. And B, 
when you have the cynical fans, at some point, they're going to go, yo, I'm not doing this. After last night went off the air, I was like, yo, I'm, I legitimately, the first thing I said to myself was, I'm done. I'm not watching this. Obviously, I'm full of it. But my first reaction was like, I'm, I, I can't watch this anymore. It makes no sense. You made her look so weak for nothing. It's bad enough that she apologized, mm-hmm. which just shreds her, her, her character right now. But then it was for nothing. It was for nothing. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what their thought process is here. I don't get it. Well. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. There's no more, there's nothing more to be said about it. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. (sighs) Everything that makes sense, they just go, nah, let's do the complete opposite. It's almost like they're trying they're testing fans to see if when they're gonna leave. You think so? I don't I don't know. I I feel like Vince is so arrogant that he doesn't care. I feel like Vince is so arrogant that he thinks no matter what he puts out, no matter what he does, he cannot lose. And if he keeps playing this game Well, you guys already bought tickets to Mania, so whether back here or not. We're not going to WrestleMania because we want to see the product. We're going to WrestleMania because it's it's something on your bucket list to say, yo, I went to a WrestleMania. Not a lot of people can say that they've been to a WrestleMania. I've been watching wrestling, give and take, give or take, for the majority of my life. I've mm-hmm. been watching wrestling for almost 29 years. I, t- I took a 10-year hiatus, but I watched wrestling for pretty much my entire life. For me to have the opportunity to go to a Mania, especially at a time in my life where I'm watching wrestling more than ever, right? I wanted to go to Mania, partially, maybe half for what you said, Jeremy, but shades, but also because, again, I'm watching wrestling more than ever right now, so it's kind of like Mania's in my backyard. How can I not go? But, like you're saying, Vince's arrogance is could be through the roof with this. So like, you guys are gonna buy his his idea. I'm sure is just like. You guys are going to buy the tickets anyway. No, Because it's right. right here. You're 100% so right. He's like, I'm going to push them. How mad would you be if you went to Mania? Becky's not even in the main event. I wouldn't be that mad. I would be. I'd be, I'd be pissed. I'm not going to lie. I'd be very angry. Because I've been a Becky Lynch fan. Mm-hmm. So if she's not even on, I, I would. No. no. The, the question was, is she not in the main event? Is she on the card? She, she's not in the women's title match. That's my question. I'd, I'd be very upset. She's not no in any, she's not in any women's championship match. Or the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd be a little upset. Who deserves it more than she does? Nobody. As a replacement, replacement you get Nikki Cross. Versus... Uh, I like Nikki Cross, but... Oh, don't <laughs> even... What, they have her jobbing out Nikki Cross already. Jobbing to Ruby Riot this week. Oh, yeah, that happened this week. Huh. Forgot about that. This was an awful episode of Raw. But their their go home their go home shows usually are though. But this was a whole different level. Mm-hmm. It didn't even feel like a go home. This was a go home show for Mania, which is three months away. <laughs> they did not care about Elimination Chamber. They don't even know that Fastlane's around the corner. I don't think they have any idea. I think they think that Mania is next weekend. <laughs> you would think that it's Fastlane's coming up in the next week. I'm pretty sure Vince thinks Mania's next week. Well, we're going to get back to... Well, we'll get together next week, and it'll be, what, two weeks to Fastlane or something? I don't know. 
Let's see what, what that's our problem idiocy they come up with for Fast Lane. And then Charlotte says she's gonna be at Elimination Chamber ringside to watch the. Uh, yeah, she like on SmackDown. She kind of taunts the Becky Lynch fans, and she's like, "Oh, if I point to the WrestleMania sign, you guys are gonna chant Becky, Becky." And it's like, "Yeah, you're playing the heel, and she's playing it right right now." Yeah, like that's the only that's the only good that's coming out of this is right. that now she's Charlotte is heel. is is the bona fide heel in this in this yeah. situation, and she can play a darn good heel. Yeah. That's her strong suit. That's where she sits. Um, she didn't really say much in like terms of news, but that she's dedicating her WrestleMania main event match to her best friend, Becky Lynch. Why? That's all it is. I mean, you know that'd be great if she was facing Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. You know that belt that they have on SmackDown that hasn't been on TV for weeks? You know, Asuka, have you heard of her? She hasn't been on TV in a few weeks. Did she have a streak or something? What? I don't know who. Exactly. No, 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 but let's put Charlotte in this match she has no business being in and pretend SmackDown does not have a women's division with a championship of their own. Asuka's the new girl on NXT, right? Something like that. Cool. I, I, can we get into predictions <laughs> before? All right, there's a paper before Mr. Thrill blows his gasket. Yeah, I think it's gone already. He blew it out the window. Ugh. I'm about to so, go for a jog or something. I'm, bro, I'm it's, there's a tremendous amounts of snow on the ground. You're not running anywhere. <laughs> Run around the apartment, <laughs> right? So there's a pay per view on Sunday. So we have a pay per view on Sunday. Elimination Chamber. And my gosh. Look at There's not really one match that I care about except the uh, women's taxi yeah. championship. I actually it's the only match I care about. Eh, I'm kind of worried about it, but I didn't say I'm not worried about it. When we get to predictions, I'll tell you about how worried I am about it. Oh god! But I thought we were done with the gasket already. <laughs> this is WWE. This past week, there is no done with the gasket. <laughs> this promotion is making me want to like punch people and myself repeatedly in the face. I cannot wait for AEW to announce a TV deal. Are you just going to watch AEW exclusively? We're going to find out! <laughs> We're going to find out! That's what recaps and reviews are for. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I pulled up the Elimination Chamber's um, wiki page, and it also says it's known as No Escape in Germany. So That's interesting. Very interesting. I could have gone my whole life knowing that. <laughs> you could have, but now you didn't. What did, what did Nia Jax call it? No the, Escape. No, the Samoan Slaughterhouse. Oh, they're a Samoan Slaughterhouse. That's their tag team name or something now. No, that's what they were going to call the Limitless Chamber. That's what their the new name for Limitless Chamber is, according to them. Was they're going to destroy the Samoan so Slaughterhouse. It's dumb. They should have had uh, The Miz and Shane McMahon versus The Usos, and then they could have been The Uso Penitentiary. That would have been. Maybe they'll actually just have the match in the chamber. Well, did, wasn't that what they said when they faced the New Day in the Hell in a Cell? That it was the Uso Penitentiary? Yeah. So they, they, they did well, you Yikes. keep playing to that, you know? Play to your whatever. First match that they have on this card. Probably, <sighs> Do you want to start with that match? No, this is just in the order the wiki has it. It's Wait. not necessarily the order that the match is going to be showcased. The six woman tag elimination chamber match. For the women's tag team champion, the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Championship, which is not, but you know, let's not. I'm about to say, there's a couple tag uh, teams that I can tell you have something to say about that. Nia Jax, 
Tamina versus the Riot Squad, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus the Iconics, Billy Kane and Peyton Royce versus Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Naomi and Carmella. Bizzle, let's give Mr. Thrill some time to cool down. Who do you have and why? Um, I was, I really wanted the Riot Squad to go over, but that was before last week where they got buried. So I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go with the Iconics. I think that's the safe play right now. Um, because if Sasha's actually hurt and she can't make the match, then I don't think they'll be able to move them to them. And I also think, if anything, they can give the belts to the Iconics for now and then have Sasha and Bailey win at Mania. But, um, or Nia Jax and Tamina, but I really don't want to see Nia Jax and Tamina win, so I'm going to go with the Iconics. Mr. Thrill? So. Oh, no. I feel like the obvious who should win this mm-hmm. are Sasha and Bailey. Anyone deserves it, it's them. If anyone is a no-brainer, it's them. And I feel like because of that, they're not going to win. Because WWE, well, I just express how I feel about them right now. They're not AEW. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to similarly go down the same road that you went, Bizzle. You're going to go with Naomi and Carmella. No. Well, I think it makes the most sense for them to win at Chamber. I think they're probably going to lose at Chamber and then pick the titles up at Mania. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Oh. Because they're hmm. high on Mandy Rose. Mm, but they're starting the matchup. Oh, you're right. The Iconics came out real strong this, this week, too. That's why I They were hardly in the match. Exactly, but they were on top of everyone else. So they finished the segment on top, so that means they're not going to win. Yeah. It's not going to be Bailey and Sasha because it makes too much sense. It could be Nia Jax and Tamina. I'm thinking it might be Nia Jax and Tamina. But then how do you have... No, I don't know, but... Honestly, because I don't trust WWE to do the right thing, it could be anybody. <laughs> it's going to be Naomi Carmella. Is that who you're picking with? No, I went no, with Iconics. Yeah, Iconics. You want Iconics. It's Iconic. Boy. I'm going to go Nia Jax and Tamina, whatever. It should be Bailey and Banks. Should oh, be Bailey and Banks. This 100% should be Bailey and Banks. Bailey and Banks. And, and watch it will be, I'm going to be upset. Yikes. Well, if... if Sasha is fine, then I'm sure it'll probably be them. But I'm worried about being the first two women in there. Mm-hmm. But I'm 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 gonna go with the safe bet and say Bailey and Banks. Yeah, I, I can't argue though. I'm going I'm going boss and hug. You know the reason why I do, I feel like they weren't gonna win is because they kept saying just how much they're the favorite. Well, yeah. Every episode of Raw, they're like, oh, they're the heavy favorites. You've got to think it's going to be them. Like, they're pushing that narrative so much mm-hmm. that I think they're doing that Well, they're giving them the underdog narrative that, you know, they're starting it off. and then I feel like, like because Sasha's, been, Sasha's Sasha. been hurt this whole time, they got to really boost that whole thing. Um, yeah, I think Bailey, uh, the boss and hug connect is going to win. Okay. 
he's lit in us. Second That's match. Fair. That's fair. So second match of the night that's listed on Wikipedia is the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The Miz and Shane McMahon versus The Usos. Shades, who do you think wins and why? So this is this would be Shane's third match. Like ever? <laughs> like, <laughs> this, this like, in terms of his like contract, his WrestleMania to WrestleMania contract, mm. he's supposed to wrestle like what four times minimum. Mm. <sighs> yeah, match on SmackDown. Yeah, mini match last year, right? I, Maybe. I want to say the Usos. I'm I'm gonna go Miz and Shane McMahon. I don't know why. I, I the Miz and Shane McMahon. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same just because um, I think that they'll end up going into Mania and lose the belts there if anything. I'm also gonna pick Shane and Miz, but I think they're gonna drop it at Fastlane, at Fastlane to begin their feud for Mania. Because that's what I think we're going to win. Oh, we're going to get Ma- Miz versus Shane. No, 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 no I'm changing mine. I'm going to the Usos. I think the Usos are going to win um, at, at Elimination Chamber. They're going to get their rematch at Fastlane. They're still going to lose, and that is going no to No more Elimination Clause. I mean, there's no more rematch clause, I mean. He's a McMahon. He can do whatever he wants. Touché. He's a McMahon. He does what he wants. Yeah. I think the Usos are going to win, and then that will spark their... They're the feud, feud into into mania. So the Usos. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with mine. But okay, final well, answer. Let's see what happens. <laughs> final answer. Uh, let's see what happens going into fast lane. Um, third match on the card that is listed on Wikipedia: Daniel Bryan, the man with the wooden belt, versus hemp. hemp. Whatever, it's the same thing. Not. It's Not almost even, the same that's, thing. No. Whatever. It's like it's got Velcro. Cool. Velcro belt. But you can't say hemp and wood are the same thing. It's like close. It's, it's not gold. Belt. It's not metal. It's not. That's like saying leather. a chicken and a fish are the same thing because they're both animals. Yeah, they live. It's great. Oh man, bro, whose man's is this? Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, Damn. Jeff Harvey, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and not Mustafa Ali. And not Mustafa. Uh, Kofi Kingston. Um. Daniel Bryan, boom, hits the button. Final answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta think that Daniel Bryan's gonna win this. Same. Well, this is my no-brainer of the match. Same. Of the night. Excuse oh, me. no, my no-brainer is, is later. Also, oh, we all got DB? Yeah. That, oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Woo-hoo. Next, we have the Cruiserweight Championship match. Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Yeah. I was like, sure. don't be silly, Matt. Don't do it to yourself. Why not? So then the following match is my gimme match. Yeah, that's yeah. a lock of the night. Ruby they didn't Ryan. even mention that until... Yeah, I wish. Ronda Five versus seconds. Ruby. It's R- going to be Ronda. It's going to be Ronda. Easy. All Ronda, all day. Unless Charlotte interferes. No, that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're going to get Charlotte versus Ruby Ryan at WrestleMania. That's what we're going to get. Yep, that's what we've been waiting for. And then Becky can wrestle uh, Ronda somehow. Who knows? 
for nothing. You know, that's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> <laughs> the way the WWE books. <laughs> Charlotte screws her. Like, Ronda Rousey's crying, and she's doing her, like, angry, like, face thing. Face thing. And then Becky's like, well, now I can find you. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then they fight. Uh, Ooh, so. What happened, Ronnie? What happened? And then they'll, that's awful. I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta work on that. My Irish is not very good. Irish? My Irish is not great. Okay. Sixth match of the night. Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush in a handicap match versus Finn Balor. So uh, Finn can pin anybody and win the championship. Yeah, so Finn's gonna win. Yay. So you got Finn? Yeah, I'm gonna call for Finn. Miz? You just what? I'm I'm sorry. I said Biz. <laughs> Shades. This one's for Amanda. I'm gonna pick Finn. I'm also going Finn, not because of Amanda. Um, if it was a one-on-one, I'd give it to Lashley. But I think by making it a handicap match, this lets Finn pin Leo. Just guarantees that he's gonna win. He's gonna put Leo under, and then something like that. Put Bobby over. That was awkwardly worded. That was really weird. I don't yeah, know what I just said. That was weird. Words came out of my don't mouth. Don't do that. Didn't again. think about it. Anyway. You're an off fella. Fella. I didn't even realize this last match was on the card. <laughs> Neither did I until yeah, just I saw that. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. Is that even really a match? Did I they don't care. That? Give me Braun Strowman. Just give me Strowman. Whatever. <laughs> what if they pulled the match? What if it wasn't really... I hope they pull it. Who cares? Not me. It'll probably be a pre-show match. No. Yeah. The Cruiserweight title is a pretty show match. It's the yeah. only thing that doesn't have any stakes to it. <laughs> I put Ronda and Rumi as it the pre-show. Lit- <laughs> Imagine if it wasn't Ronda, I wouldn't be surprised. Imagine they put the uh, Elimination Chamber on the pre-show. <laughs> nah, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can't let AJ have a main event. The gimmick matches on the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. So, to recap. So, wait, are we choosing for Braun and... I said Braun. Oh. Well, Did anyone me. not think Braun? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I What's wrong with you? <laughs> so to recap, for the women's tag team championship match in the Elimination Chamber, I am picking Nia Jax and Tamina because I'm dumb. Jeremy Shades, excuse me, is picking Boss and Bailey because brains. And Bizzle is picking Iconic. Iconics. It's iconic. Because reasons. For the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, Miz and Shane McMahon versus the Usos, I have the Miz and Shane. Shades, you also went Miz and Shane. You originally had the Usos, but you switched it. And Bizzle. Did you also have Miz Mick and Shane? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mac-Man. Mac-Miz. Mac-Miz. In the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship, we all had Daniel Bryan. Yep. Because, I mean... He is the, the universe's... <laughs> Should I change it to Kofi Kingston? No. He's the Planet's Champion. He's Yeah, the Planet's Champion. Whatever. For the Cruiserweight Championship... We all have BM. We all have Mr... Alexa Bliss, Buddy Murphy. 
Mr. Electrolyzer. Oh, right. Well, sort of, kind of, soon, one day, eventually, at some point. Yikes. Uh, for the Royal Women's Championship, we all have brains, so L- we're all picking Ronda. <laughs> we all have brains. Ronda loves it. For the WWE Intercontinental Championship, I am picking Finn. Shades also picking Prince Finn. We're all picking Finn. And Bizzle is also picking Finn. I think the only matches that we are uh, against are the, tag. the women's tag and, and the tag team match. Both tag team matches, basically. We all have different picks, except me and... Uh, no, for the, the SmackDown tag, we all have um, Miz and Shane. I no, have the Usos. he has the Usos. I thought you said you switched. No, no, I switched from the Miz and Shane to the Usos. Okay, that's my bad. Yes, I misunderstood yes. what you were saying. My apologies, good sir. Hmm. Interesting. So, I mean... You know what? I've seen an Akira Tozawa figure today at 7-Eleven. Tozawa? Tozawa. Whatever his name is. That's not mine. And if did, that's did a you, sign that he's the Cruiserweight Champion, then I know I gotta look for figures every time. Did you see a figure of Akira No one else. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> he saw a figure for Akira Tozawa. So I was wondering uh, if someone no, for fingers off. Please, please get us off this. Bring us home, Brill. Bring us home. Oh, God. I hope you know this is an hour and 48 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our show. I apologize for any anger that has Shame spewed from my mouth unto your ears. I apologize profusely. But as always, you've been listening to us. On SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples, the number two, two apples. Or you might be listening to us on Google Play, on Apple Podcast. So, I have been Will the Thrill, Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English. Still ain't got no problem. Whoever it is you need me to be, that's who I'll be for you. Joined, as always, by my lovely co-hosts. To my left... It's your boy, the one and only, the man of the hour, man with the power, too darn sweet to be sour, cream of the crop, rise to the top, your boy, Shades. And to my right, the man with the double Z and the double E, Matty Bizzle. Don't forget to find us on social media. Facebook.com slash grapples to apples. Again, that's grapples number two apples. On Twitter.com, same thing. And please don't forget to share, comment, subscribe. Tell all of your friends who listen to wrestling or who just want to hear three morons talk angrily about something that is nonsensical. We love you guys, and we will catch you all next week. Peace. Peace and love. NXT. Watch NXT.